actually spoiled myself on Hyro's official Zoom background for this because I'm going, I'm like, I think I put some notes in here mm. for matinee. Mm. And I'm like, did I put a different background? Because I just went to the trouble of saving one for about 30 seconds before I got on mm. the call. Nope, there's Jared's face on <laughs> is that John Goodman's body. Who is, who is that? Yeah, it has to be. No, it's just Jared. Mm. You know what? You're comparing me to John Goodman. That's fine with me. He was in the big Lebowski. Great head Mm, of hair. I wish I do. I wish I had hair like that. It's really impressive, to be honest with you. I mean, that's that's the only reason I have this. I mean, I think the the hot, you know, nurse wife of his that he just, like, talks shit to, which is my favorite part Mm. of the movie. The fact that his wife... Seemingly is miserable with him, and he does nothing to correct. He borrows money off of her. Uh, he ignores all of her complaints and makes plans without her agreeing to anything. And What's he going to say? He's in a bad spot with her. You know, he's borrowing money from her. Is he in a bad her. spot? He seems he's to borrowing money. A, I don't think he's, he thinks he's in a bad spot. I think he thinks this is the fucking life. I just he, run things. <laughs> people are at my back and call. I mean, people, he never are mistaking, people are mistaking him for Hitchcock. Yeah, but even that, he just kind of rolls with. You know, I, I like that about I do this en- character. And I do enjoy her cackle off screen whenever he says Mr. Nah. Hitchcock. You hear, you hear that smoke like... The ant's saliva must have gotten into Bill's bloodstream and gone straight to his brain, just as the radiation, which is measured in units called Rentkins, was released. And that's how he became a... Mant. For the kids of Key West, Florida, there was nothing scarier than a monster matinee. Lawrence Wolsey, the master of movie horror, exterminates you with Matt. The story of Matt is based on scientific fact, on theories that have appeared in national magazines. But in the fall of 1962, a series of offensive missile sites is now in preparation on the island of Cuba. They got the biggest scare of all. The country is on red alert. And what a perfect time to open a new horror movie. That'd be the best show to take a girl to. The whole world's gonna blow up anyway, so we should just do whatever we want. You know, last guy she went out was in her farm school. He did teach me a lot. What about? About my body. Think if the bomb were about to fall, she'd do it with me. <laughs> Wait till you see the feelers on this thing. Uno, dos, one, two, tres, cuatro. <laughs> Some of it's stage lighting, some of it's magic show stuff, but the big studios, none of them have anything like it. Do never ever turn one above six. This is it! From Joe Dante, director of Gremlins. You see what he's putting back? The showmanship. The bombs are falling! You think this is some kind of picnic for me? I'm still concerned about that bomb thing. Little question of taste? No, no, but your younger patrons, you could have some seat wetness. John Goodman. I love this business. Matinee. Man, I've seen this twice. Isn't she the uh, the wife from um, uh, uh, Raging Bull? Raging Bull. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, it doesn't go into Raging Bull territory where he then starts beating her for laughing at the Hitchcock. <laughs> Nobody gets know, battered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever they have, they have a combative relationship that seems to work with them. Um, I'm going to get into, before I get into the movie proper, because I know Hyro hated it, so he'll, he's going to say, this No, is not funny. come on, I have a heart. This is, 
you fought against this. You demanded sniper well, because it's sniper. That that doesn't does that mean anything, Jared? Oh, Tom Berenger is going to growl for about ninety minutes. <laughs> Make Billy Zane feel bad I about himself. Left this pick in Jared's hand because Jared had you you had seen Sniper a long time ago or something. I, a long I, time ago. I just I'd asked you. I was Sniper. like, hey, is there anything funny? Is there anything we can do with this? I couldn't remember anything funny. I I remember saying that. Uh, Behringer plays how he does in Platoon, which is to say, very dry and angry. I don't know. I don't. I can't. Couldn't remember if you pull uh, comedy out of that or not. But I will say, I was just rather. I've never. I had never seen Matinee, and I'm a big John Goodman fan, so it was easy for me. Here's what Letterbox said about Sniper. Um, Leak Prince gave it three stars and said, "I'm on a mission to watch every Tom Behringer movie ever made," which. Sniper, was there like three or four of those, like straight to video? Like, was it a 90s series? I think so. I think so. I think he started doing a bunch of them. Uh, John Brogger says, this movie taught me that snipers sleep standing up in chest deep water, holding in their piss so bugs don't swim up their dick holes. Three stars. That's true, Hiram. Is that normal? I am not a sniper, (laughs) and uh, I don't know. Next review. It was a really bad shot in the army. Just in the army, or oh, I don't really go around. I'm not a big guns guy. You know what I mean? I, I'm just I mean, saying in general. You like a good uh, basketball player? You like a um, like pitcher? You know, I'm, like I'm more of a. You know what's funny is like I'm I'm five foot ten, but uh, I pl- I keep it in the post. There's no way. I I keep it in the post. I'm a, I'm up throw my weight around. Put up a picture of a white woman's uterus. You wouldn't get that every time. <laughs> I was setting Hyro up, and he just was ignoring that entirely. Oh man, I, am I gonna have to play the pervert here? Because Hyro's not going to It went right over my head. I'll be honest. So matinee um, was not the top new release um, at the time. That actually was Sniper, which came in number ah. two behind. Week oh. 12 of Aladdin was still number one at the box <laughs> office. Uh, matinee was number six. I don't think this did very well. Um, I actually don't know anything about it. Jared, did it do well critically, financially? 92% of uh, tomatoes. Critic- Sir, I had it. <laughs> I'm just 92%. Yeah. It's yeah. a quick shot, Jared. As, as we, yeah. yeah. I did a little 92%. research. 92%. I made a wow. I made a picture. I made a background. I'm here. I'm ready. I threw the. You really like the movie, is what you're saying? No, I hated this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, too no whimsy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like I hated the lamb, the Sandlot. This is the Sandlot, but for movies. Mm, Just that's fair. No, no appreciation of it being uh, meta for movies. No, because no. Uh, where's the Netflix what? here? Where's the Hulu here? I tell you why I like it, Hiro, because it's seeing kids under threat of nuclear destruction. I like that. I like that as a premise that let's see how these uh middle schoolers spend their last day on Earth. And it's not much different than like Dazed and Confused. They want to touch a tit, the elbow doesn't count. <laughs> they're just plotting. You know, they're just going about their business. I kinda I kinda dug that. Yeah, they set up this uh really sort of melodramatic, uh, you know, deep impact style, how you spend like, you know, your final moments. And uh, as soon, I mean, this is a spoiler, if you care about Joe Dante's matinee, as soon as two of these kids 
get stuck in a bunker together. They think they're sealed in for all time. Yep. Both of them come to the collusion. 30 seconds. Both of them are like, we got to procreate. We got to save humanity. Let's get to fucking. <laughs> How did you not like this? For a family movie, I was like, this is, I would have, I, I wish I'd seen this as a kid. I would have dug the hell out of this. Maybe if I had seen it as a kid, I would have dug the shit out of it. But I'm a full grown adult male who likes to drink and walk around and stuff. And You're you not know. much different from one of the middle school kids in this. <laughs> about, you, would, about, you would spend 30 <laughs> seconds trying to convince them it's the end of the world. Get your pants off. We've got to do it. I'm a hero. And then go to the, for the two-hole. <laughs> You've not matured that much more than... Out of, out of all the insults, I'm a hero. Killed me. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, what did you think of the villain? So he's like this this guy who just got out of jail. He's old enough to go to bars. um, And he is. He's pathetic, though. He's jealous about the school age child that he had a relationship with. (laughs) Oh, you like that he's a 25 year old dude. Jealous that that he went out with a, a, a girl who's still in grade school. Okay, carry on, Michael. As a huge fan of Dazed and Confused, you're not going to box me in as far as saying, like, oh, now I'm totally opposed <laughs> to that. I love when Matthew McConaughey did it. I like it here. The difference is this guy's Michael not Matthew Denniston. McConaughey. Pedophilia approved. <laughs> All right, let me rope Jared into this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> go ahead, Jared. That's go with thoughts. him. What go, I do. Go with the pedo bear. You, I, you did nothing. I didn't do any of this. Coming no. from a small town. Mm-hmm. When we were in high school, how many twenty-five-year-old dudes were we competing with? How many? Like now, constantly. This is. It like, was a running joke. Are you kidding no, me? It was no. a running joke that some of these guys that would they would take women to prom would have like full beards, like <laughs> be able to buy alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Were, were so, you, did you follow in the tradition when you graduated high school? Was the old Jared there, trench coat in hand? Mm. No, I ended up. Uh, I found a, a lady and went to college and uh, made a terrible mistake of getting a college degree. <laughs> it's funny that Jared answered that in the correct way, but it still ends up incredibly depressing. <laughs> I still made a huge mistake. I should have fucked the 14-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know somebody that uh, got Chris Hansen, actually. Wait, what? That is true. Scotty Too Hotty. Didn't get on camera, but yeah, we there was a no. dude that was in our class that yeah, he uh, he got caught in some sort of sting operation. Really? But he had the decency went to, jail to go out for a of town while. <laughs> to do it. He didn't stay in town because, you know. So that shows that there's some degree of shame. The guys Jerry and I were competing with had no fucking shame. They'd come pick their no, girlfriends up show up, up in public. <laughs> <laughs> Just got done with my shift at the factory. Come on, baby. <laughs> wow. So this is why you really like that character. Yeah, because he's played as a fucking joke. Like he's dancing around in like a, a the uh, <laughs> the mant costume. Um, <laughs> he pulls a blade on people, but no one's really taking him seriously. Like they're still he trying even to, says to... it's a really big blade. Like he he's like don't like it's dangerous. He has to like verbalize that rather than you know people being afraid of his blade. He's mm-hmm. like I swear it's really big. Um, I may uh. Identify with that, but you know, <laughs> one of your lines from Juice. <laughs> uh, I swear He's really into it poetry. 
Um, yeah, he's, he's played as a fucking joke. I, I, I didn't see him as a huge threat, but I did see it as, uh, based on Jared and myself's life experience, uh, not out of bounds for like a, you know, very small town as far as, no, him. that character comes from somewhere. Yeah. Believe me. I figured Jared be more into the book burning guys. You know, the guys are like, look here, you know, we are more into morality and you know, they've got their pamphlets and their Nambla. How dare you? I was, uh, I mean, the, you know my stance on children. I hate them vehemently. Uh, Not a lover like Mike, huh? So, <laughs> I don't love them kids. But once it got to the B-movie campy shit, I really, really enjoyed That's playing into the so. mystery science theater effect for yep, you. Yep, exactly. Think. Yeah. Um, yep. Hyro, did you have a big problem with that? Because I actually thought that Mant, exclamation point, uh, it was a pretty funny movie they were watching because I I like the domestic drama of the guy that goes to the dentist and when they're taking his X-rays an ant slips in <laughs> and he's the dentist is like well you know these things happen <laughs> I guess that's it's crazy it's <laughs> regular <never happened>. occurrence <laughs> it's never happened in the history of uh, civilization but I could see I could make the leap you mm. know an ant yeah the X-ray. And then the uh, the wife is like trying to calm him down. Like, all right, you don't need to raise a fuss now. Yeah, you're a giant fucking ant. Uh, and uh, they get into an argument, and he still plays grab ass with her and like laughs maniacally. I, <laughs> I think I could have gone for half of the actual Mint movie. And usually, I hate the movie within the movie stuff. In this, it in was. It, I think it also worked that it was a very small dose, right? You get about that's true. 50, that's 15 true. minutes of it. If a man and an ant were exposed to radiation simultaneously, the result would be terrible indeed. For the result would be... Mant. I feel I should warn you. The story of Mant is based on scientific fact, on theories that have appeared in national magazines. Anyway, the ant's saliva must have gotten into Bill's bloodstream and gone straight to his brain, just as the radiation, which is measured in units called Rentgens, was released. And that's how he became a... Mant. So you don't have to write the setup and him going to the dentist or all this other crap. It's just the silly garbage parts. And, and also no vacuum cleaners talking about it, which also made it a ton better. That's you, man. Gypsy. Mm. They don't call him Gypsy. Get her name right. Her. Say her name. Right? Jesus. Did they rename that character? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think it's always been Gypsy. It just didn't it's really show now. up too much. I have a question. <clears throat> Go ahead. So, well, very early in the movie, the two boys um, are sort of bonding. And, you know, like when I was a kid, you had to like sneak the Playboy magazine, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you hit it somewhere in the forest or whatever. These cats go home and they're playing a record that said, that just yells tits and ass over the – what was that? Yeah. that? Are you guys familiar with this? Uh, uh, mm. I know who it is. I'm not familiar with Lenny Bruce. I don't think I've ever listened to Lenny Bruce comedy because that's – God, you're getting into the 60s, right, Jared? Like I don't mm-hmm. – I don't. I know. Also, not is. out of bounds. Yeah. Because I remember vividly going on like chat rooms just to type in like <laughs> shit and piss <laughs> when we were in like sixth or seventh grade. So that that th- those types wait, of wait, 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 wait. Oh, get, just throwing get, up his hands like he doesn't understand. Yeah. Wait a second. What chat room did you? Go, what is this? What What are you talking about? Like IRL, well, something like that. <laughs> 
Al Gore invented this little thing called the internet. So you were trolling the chat rooms, just walking in and just leveling profanity. I mean, just just, just typing being stupid shit. kids. I mean, you, you get on your dial-up connection, you reload the page to see if anyone's left a message, and it just says ah! at old bald Dotson, or I guess young bald Dotson, has just responded shit to nothing. It's almost like podcasting with Hiro. You don't know what he's responding to in the comments. Stream of consciousness. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, okay, I got you. So. Look, did you at least appreciate that the movie is uh, 99 minutes? So Risk. Sniper. It's a very quick movie. So Sniper. I'm I'm guessing this is better than Sniper. I think we'll find another movie like Sniper in 93. Uh, but matinee, I'll, I'll admit to you, Hiro, I'm not like the world's biggest Joe Dante fan. And the premise of it, I was not really intrigued with. I, I thought this is going to be really bad. And then as I'm watching it, and mildly enjoying it, I was pissed again because I thought, oh, maybe this is not bad enough to set Hyro off, which it needed to be, because I'm I'm finding myself entertained by it. But you still did you still legitimately hate it or is this just oh, no, I didn't because- I didn't hate it. It was just honestly, um so here's the problem. So I'm in a hotel watching this thing, right? And I'm on a tablet. You watch it with your kids? I thought about doing so, like after the fact, hmm. but I was like, you know what? They'll be bored too. Because this is there's nothing here. I, I I was like, I don't want to torture my children by boring them because what happens when they get bored, they start complaining and now I'm torturing myself. So I was like, you know what? I will so suffer do you tap through this. The, the noise canceling headphones and say, Daddy can't respond to you right now. Podcasting <laughs> podcast business no. go away. No, I gotta I, you know, in case they start drowning or something, I gotta Then they look at the the iPad <laughs> and you've got a, a man in an ant costume and they're like, What the fuck is he spending his time on? Yeah, like <laughs> like like you kid. saw my son over my shoulder when we first started podcasting. Um yeah. I actually just finished this movie probably about three minutes before we ended, uh, before we started recording, and he saw the mant and uh he was like, Ooh, can I watch this? Like, what is this? I was like, son, trust me, this is as good as it gets. Uh, I'm sure he could find the Mant sequences on YouTube, like the supercut of just that little short film. Maybe not watch the rest of it. Yeah, he might find that amusing, but you know, I don't know. I just you didn't want, want to be tortured. You don't want him to become a mystery science theater fan, do you? You don't um, want him to like Gypsy. I'd like for him to have sexual intercourse with ladies in the future, so probably not. Oh, dude, that's, 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 that's a haymaker coming your direction. <laughs> Just because I don't have walking proof of it doesn't mean that I did not have sexual relations with women. You also don't have hot dogs to prove the, to prove the mm. success of your uh, fornication, That's sir. That's true. My hot dog kingdom crumbled before I was able to consummate. That's true. If you were like you know you had uh, you were a franchise owner of uh, that, it would be proof that you're fucking every mm. day. I would assume you would be mm. made. For some form of sexual slavery, if you were mm. running the hot dog stand, <laughs> man, that woman was into you, dude. Damn, she was into hot dogs. <laughs> that version of her, whatever fucking ten-year-old uh, pictures you drag up and act like it was what was hitting on me. I, <laughs> you I fucking, <laughs> I have a picture of her standing in that bar from that dated that year when she was you mm. know, harassing you, hot dog lady. If you're a you. listener. I really enjoy hot dogs. Yeah, so. just fly to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to come a long way. Set up a hot dog stand on the on the beach. Pack there. up your uh, suitcase full of hot dogs and come see Hyrule. <laughs> She's a white lady. 
Mm-hmm. My mission, Very my, white. My mission continues then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at uh, I was looking at an age of an actress here before I spoke. <laughs> before you comment too lewdly. Before you're like, oh, she's good looking. Like, You've already started out too questionably. Yeah, Peter Mike. I really love that greaser guy. <laughs> he reminds me of my days. Sophomore okay, year college. I don't know who that uh, actress was. I did notice Nami Watts is in the Mant movie within the movie as the shopping cart. Lady. It's a very throw throwaway. Yeah, she plays yeah. the shopping cart itself. She's the voice. She <laughs> is. What is she listed as? Shopping cart starlet Naomi Watts. Okay, and she's the, the one having the discussion about oh, the shopping my bad. cart. It's before. not the Mant movie. It's the movie the kids don't want to see because it's not a monster movie. Yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah. Invisible Professor or something that can the mm. shopping cart moves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Hiro is calling me out on the Mant mythology. My yeah, mistake. let's get right. Fact, let's get right. Fact check. We want to be, uh, uh, what I was fact checking, Jared, was mm. um, I didn't recognize the girl that's in that has had was deflowered by the greaser and is now moving down to something more age appropriate. Oh, she used to be on a on a sitcom where she had a um she had a uh like a brother who was on the spectrum or something like that. It was called uh Life is Good or something like that or she was like a, like in, in the early Life 90s. Life goes on. Life goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a big star at the at the time. Went on to be in looks like 2 years of ER and some I don't know. Hallmark mystery series or something. So what, what comment were you going to say about this Andre's child? It wasn't her because I did feel like she was too she old. Was more than 75. So that means at the time of the you know filming of this, she was 17 or something. So I felt comfortable for her as the uh, older woman, I guess the sexual predator in the uh, school. Um, it's not autism, Hiro. It is clearly another disease once you see the picture. The one I was talking about is the one I recognized. <laughs> I was trying to be politically correct, Jared. Like, what'd you want me to say? I'm I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> I recognize the girl from Mrs. Doubtfire, and that's the one that is going to procreate in the bunker. She's also the girl from Independence Day that is going to get procreated before the aliens attack or whatever it is. The dude is in the car. Is like, hey man, you might die tomorrow when the aliens get here. Same situation. She's ready. She's down. Mm. So she had a she Fair. had a typecast. Yeah, that's, that's not great. None of that Mrs. Doubtfire, though, right? And doesn't she look dramatically older in Mrs. Doubtfire? Which came I've never out. seen that. You've never seen Mrs. What? Doubtfire? Nope. Is this a point of pride? No, or I mean, I mean, I've never. I, I, I God forbid, just never got around to it. There's been millions of movies made since the dawn of film. There, there are some. Uh, Saw Flashdance at the age of seven, but Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. No thanks. That one. Yeah. So anyway, she's the daughter, and this pop culture reference everyone should get. I remembers her. I say needing to have spoiler alert for Hiro and the only person on Earth who's not seen Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> the only point I was making is that uh, she was born in '78, uh, and so she would have been about 14 when this was yeah. filmed. Yeah, that did make me a little so uncomfortable. Throw out those notes. That gag made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> not for nothing the, the 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 male protagonist i guess our lead also looks like a fucking child too so um it's a little weird when they get out of the bunker and like the parents are there spoiler alert my bad for <laughs> matinee everything turns out all right um 
And the parents were like, what were you kids doing? And John Goodman's like, I look like he was having a pretty good day. And then yeah, he was doing all right. Yeah. Him out. <laughs> Love that guy. He knows what time it is, man. He's not going to be shy about it. That makes a comparison. Like, hey, good news is the world's not ending. Bad news is you didn't get to fuck yet. I mean, that's basically what he says. Like, you know, <laughs> what would you have preferred, kid? John Goodman stars as a schlocky but charismatic 60s sci-fi film producer in Matinee, one of four new films we'll be reviewing this week on Cisco Niebert, along with a pointed interview with Madonna that asked her the very direct question, why hasn't she been more successful in the movies? I'm Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. And I'm Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. Our first movie is named Matinee, and this is a delightful and surprising comedy that somehow combines the Cuban Missile Crisis with young love and the sneak preview of a science fiction movie about a man who turns into a giant ant. The movie stars John Goodman as a cheerful exploitation filmmaker who specializes in gimmicks and cheap horror films. Like Alfred Hitchcock, he appears in his own coming attraction. I feel I should warn you. The story of Matt is based on scientific fact, on theories that have appeared in national magazines. Yes, these terrible events could happen in your town, in your home. In Key West, Florida, young Simon Fenton plays a monster movie fan who talks himself inside the theater while Goodman is setting up for his big show. Giving it to the people right where they need it the most. Cool. Meanwhile, Kelly Martin has a lot of fun as the school beauty who has selected her next boyfriend. Sherry. Hi. And Kathy Moriarty plays Goodman's leading lady, who doubles as a phony nurse as part of the hype for the film. It's a release form. It says it's not our fault if the movie scares you to death. Wow. It's not a joke. We've had ten-year-old kids having heart attacks at this movie. They're recovering, but we can't be exposed legally. Now, if you don't sign... But we're not scared. Are we, Dennis? No. Nurse! I cut my elbow! That looks terrible. Next. Matinee is hard to describe unless you understand that somehow all of these different pieces fit together into a movie that is sometimes very funny and always has a genuine charm. Goodman is good as the horror filmmaker because he goes easy on the sleaze and somehow communicates how much this character really loves making those awful movies. Matinee sounds unlikely, but it works wonderfully well, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, too. First credit director Joe Dante, who did Gremlins, and yeah. he sort of worked always at the fringes of... Uh, movie making and this is a really uh, good job yes here. it is when yeah. i watched this picture at the beginning and as soon as i saw that it was going to be a parody of these kinds of films mm -hmm. i had to ask myself as a critic the following question would it be more fun to see those old films than what i was about to see mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the answer is this is just as good can't be fun it's <laughs> it very is. well written yeah. charlie house did the screenplay uh -huh. and uh... It's, it's really smart. You mentioned Hitchcock. I think actually the pattern for this guy is Arch Obler, who did The Bubble. Arch Obler, yeah. and also in particular William Castle, right. who was the guy that exactly. actually put buzzers under the seats and so forth. Yeah. And you know, as you watch this guy wiring this theater, and he's broke, and his yeah. creditors are coming down on him, and his girlfriend is going to leave him, right. and you realize that he's not just trying to, to steal money from no, the groups. He likes, he likes to put on a show. Yes, and there's a, there's a praise of him uh, as a real showman, and yes, that kind of showman is... And one could touch be that I really liked is, and I won't give away the secret, but the kid that he hires to play the ant who yeah. runs up and down the... 
Isles is. That's a good title. There's a lot of good things okay. in this movie. Matinee is the name of it. Okay, next movie, and our next film is Alive, the true life survival thriller about the 1972 Andes plane crash in which 16 survivors engaged in cannibalism. You like this character, Hiro? thought it was fantastic. Then he drives off, he's successful. He's like tweaking his his wife and is like telling the kids, like, hey, it's a first date. Think of all the other great, you know, sex you may have later on. Anyway, I'm on to Cleveland. Then she says something sarcastic, but go <laughs> great fucking Cleveland. That was awesome. Look at that. Starts talking something about marriage or something or other. Yeah. No, thank you. Hiro <laughs> <Iroh> checks out. <laughs> As you're flashing your wedding ring on the screen. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. my, my chains. What are we doing next week, gentlemen? Because I have available. 22 minutes on my garage band here, so it's about that time for Hyro to complain. So next yes. week on 1993. Oh. Weekly, ring the bell. It's time to fight over the schedule. Yes. Um, so I have, I'll have to pull up the Google Drive, because on my notes I have Summersby, I've never seen, Richard Gere, Jody Richard Foster. Gere. You like this, Hyro? I've no. never seen this. So. <laughs> no, you don't like it. No, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. Can you tell by his tones, Jared? Richard Gere. No, that, that enjoyable? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pulling up my schedule as well. Let's see. It was me, the mint. No thank you ever again. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. I'm drunk on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Well, I'm going to buy this film, Hiro. I think I liked it that much. Vanishing. It's a remake, though. Jeff Bridges' version. It was all right. He's going to look at the runtime. He's looking at the runtime. You know that's what he's doing. And if it's free. Or, or if it's free, yeah. You know. That's about as positive as you're going to get yeah. a, on a pre, uh, is this free or not? Let, let's have a, uh, <laughs> while Hiro's researching, I'm going to see if his, his mind can focus on two different things here. Uh, if you were doing, Hiro, like a year, what year would you pick? Because I feel like no matter what year it is, you're going to say, I wish it was Wedding Crashers. I wish, <laughs> I wish it was the Meet last the of the Mohicans. You just basically have like six, seven movies that you'd like to rotate <laughs> through. You've like settled into this comfort zone. Um, I would have picked one of the years that that's like I, I would actually probably go further back, um, to like this golden age of Hollywood, but where they have like those like the years that um that Easy Rider came out and things like that where. They're recognizable, but they're filled with bullshit. Like they're still, when you look at them with a lot of with a with, from far back, you can spot the warts, right? The, the racism, the the bad jokes, the, mm-hmm. the the chauvinism, that kind of crap. So, but it's still kind of an enjoyable watch, even though you know. Let's do the biography, the the filmography of uh, Woody Allen one season instead of picking the year. Just go all Woody Allen. Yeah, I tell you, I don't. 
I don't it know. Sounds like hell. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I'm I'm trying to find the comedy in this podcast. You, know? you lost Jared. <laughs> Woody just made a suddenly. I have no desire to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, little little match point for you. No, that would work. I'd like to a little Scarjo. You know, going to mm. Pound Town. Just I'm not going to do any synopses about it. Sorry, Dave. Summersby is set in the Civil War. Mm. Will that provide enough racism? Possibly? I say, look, whites killing each other, Hyro. You're mm. going to love it. <laughs> here's, the, here's the IMDb summary. Jerry would love it. It's very brief. Mm. <clears throat> a farmer returns home from the Civil War, but his wife begins to suspect that, that the man is an imposter. Mm. How, wait, how the hell? How, how, wait, how do you... Civil War the, sci-fi? <laughs> I know the how plot holes going Does she not know what he looks like? You know, in the Civil War, everyone looked like Richard Gere. There's a thousand of them lined up. <laughs> Lots Dave of face-offs. 